Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am Luke, as I'm, oh, and as always, I'm joined by Ben. I've taken one week off intros and I've lost my head. Oh, after my intro last week, it was pretty hard to beat, to be honest. Yeah, true. That's absolutely good. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Um, been a bit of a, a long and tiring week, but we're here. We're at the end. Well, yeah. I'm at the end. It's only Thursday. I've got tomorrow off. Oh, I guess Friday's off flipping now. Man. I don't know. What sort of job has Friday's off? The cheek or something. I'm loving yeah. life, to be honest. You got your tree up yet? No, no. Next weekend. Next weekend. I've got my tree up. I've got some lovely little bits of Stalin on the go. I'll be munching on that during the podcast. I've that just, does not surprise me. I'm I've got Christmassy. I've got a lovely snack. Uh, a Cadbury's dairy milk bar with my name on it. Wow, customised. Jeez. on this podcast. Um, so yeah, let's say what snacks you're eating and if your tree's up. Um, but today, we will not just be talking about Christmas food. Um, we'll be talking about our underrated uh, Premier League 11. Last week, as you know, we did our overrated 11. So it only makes sense for this week to do the opposite. <clears throat> well, it's, it's Thanksgiving as well. So it's time we show how grateful we are for those players that don't get enough credit. Great, great link. Love that. Um, so, yeah, that's what we'll be doing. Um, how, I don't know if you saw the tweets that I was putting out, Ben. How do you think it went down the overrated 11? I think it kind of a uh, bit lead balloon esque, I'd say. I think a few people were quite rattled by our opinion. And to be honest, I don't think you can. This is the problem. A lot of people on our Twitter don't listen to our podcast. And I think a lot of the time you have to hear somebody out to to understand what they're saying. You know, instead of just saying, no, nah, they're not they're not underrated. Especially with that, where a lot of ours were Chelsea and United players. We've already annoyed all of them. So they're automatically going to say, no, nah, Varane's, Varane's excellent. Martinez is great. And also, I think not everybody sees... Right, my Twitter, my page... Which is where a lot of the ratings come from. Where like where you're seeing what other people are saying. Obviously, you get like Sky Sports and and that stuff. See what like the professionals are saying. But my page on Twitter is gonna. You might see a hundred people raving about Varane, and I might see a hundred people raving about Ruben Diaz. So if you think he's overrated. I don't. I haven't seen anyone rate him. No, so I think that's, that's just going to annoy you as well. Mm. Um, so, because some people were saying some, like some people were giving me other suggestions. I'm like, who rate? I don't. I've never heard anybody rate any. Yeah. Any of these guys. So, um, it just what yeah. was the just what was the one I saw? Well, also, who cares? We yeah. agreed. <laughs> um, so, I, I am going to bring up a few um, people were not happy with one of our picks that we did pick in the end. Um, he's actually mind rated 11. Um, no, we didn't. Pick oh. him. They wanted him in the overrated. I'm putting him in the underrated. Um, so I've done the same thing, actually. I've done the same thing. One for that one. Um, but we'll get straight into it. There's one position I really struggled with, um, which we'll get to soon. But we'll start, of course, with the GK, who I think there might be a couple of nominees for. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've gone for somebody who is probably. Probably goalkeeper of the, of the season after Allison, to be honest. I've gone for Vicario. I've been 
quite impressed with Vicario, to be honest. I have been impressed, but like a lot of Spurs, I, I think there's a lot of people going on about it, you know? Ah, uh, see, I this is exactly what you're on about because I haven't seen much about him no. at all. So that's what that's see. This is the this is the point. This is the discussion. Um, yeah, maybe there hasn't been loads, but definitely after the Chelsea game, I saw a fair bit when they he did concede four goals and they were raving about his goalkeeping performance, which was good. Um, yeah, that's... I think I've watched a lot of Spurs recently, and he has he has impressed me quite a bit. So, I. Yeah, yeah someone, just there's no in. doubt that he's had a great season. As someone that's come in pretty much unknown to everybody, he is yeah. an undoubted improvement on Lloris. Oh, and definitely, Not that yeah. that's saying a lot, but he's nice. clearly a steady pair of hands at the back. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, I went for Neto for Bournemouth. I think he's mm. just, just way, way, like, he's just really good, really. I was going to say way too yeah. good. That's harsh, but um, I think I think that, I think as well with these with this one because we had a lot of like top six players in the in the team in the overrated because they are seen at a higher quality. Yeah. Whereas in this one, we'll get a lot more of um, like lower down. Yeah, and also the, the like that's what everyone's talking about the 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 top players. So chances are the underrated yeah. players are going to be the people that are not spoken about so much, um, but also. I also thought about Sam Johnston as well. He's in the England squad most of the time. Nick Pope's not really there. It's yeah. kind of clear that Southgate just has had enough of Nick Pope and that he did I remember watching him, I think we mentioned he might have mentioned it on the podcast. There was a couple of international games that he got a go in and he's just was poor. He was really poor. Even if he yeah. wasn't conceding goals, he just didn't fit. Um so Sam Johnston's obviously ahead of him for England. He's doing a decent job at Crystal Palace. Um Obviously, Dean Henderson's injured, so he didn't get that competition that we thought we were gonna, he was going to have. But I think he's a after having kind of like a, a year or so out before last season, coming in, taking the spot off Gaeta, and then kind of making it his own. Um, he's a pretty solid keeper and back to his best. I also quite like the shout of Jose Sarr. Quite impressed with him over at Wolves. I think he's quite underrated. Yeah, he's had a bit and... of a roller coaster a couple of seasons, hasn't he? Yeah, he had that really good one. Then he had a pretty poor one, and then he's gone back to this good idea. He's sort of in the middle, almost, I suppose, yeah. but on the better side. And then the other one I liked was Matt Turner. I thought he deserved a shout. Yeah, but I'm get, happy to. He did get dropped, didn't he, for the last Forest game, which is weird. He just seems like an orthodox. Like he seems like, you know, like one of those guys, and we have it at five side all the time. Um, mm. Like when you just chuck somebody that's not good in goal, like not a keeper in goal, and then they just have. Oh, a- that was me. I went in goal this weekend at six aside. For and then they have the like an unbelievable game. game. Like everything he saves is just like, well, it just looks weird. Like easy saves look hard. Like he makes a meal of them and then he just pulls off the odd random one. You're like, oh, how's he done that? It's actually just bounced off him because he was in yeah. the way. <laughs> that was not the case for me. I got smacked in the cock and it really hurt. When was that? The uh, third game. Uh, didn't stop. Did I, d- I deserved it to be fair because this guy had a schemac- He had a West Ham schemac top on. And oh, I kept calling him, kept calling him Skamax and stuff, and he eventually got his revenge by hitting me in the dick with his uh, the ball. So I deserved saved it. it there. Saved it. I didn't. I did save it. Sorry, yeah, I did. So that's what it matters. I did go home in a bit of pain. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've got a bruise on my head from when that guy kicked me in the head. No, oh. disappeared today. If, like if you wanted to keep up with how me and Luke had gone at six side this week. 
We, we've got a title challenge coming down to the last game of the season. Currently very far ahead of us on goal difference, but only two points ahead. So if we can get a win and they get a loss, we just need to score about 18 goals and we'll be champions. It's only two points for a win, if anyone's confused by the maths there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need a 10 goal swing. So if they lose 1 0 and we win 9 0, well, we'd actually probably have to win 10 0. I imagine they still would have scored more than us. Yeah. But yeah, still on. Uh, goalkeeper, then who did you want to? I'll let you pick out of the options we've discussed. Um, Let's go with. Let's go with Neto. I think that's a great shot. His his influence has been pretty decent. He came into Bournemouth. He's already captain. And um yeah, he is a decent goalkeeper. Again, like I always say, this is this is slowly becoming one of my things on the podcast. I think all the Premier League goalkeepers are decent. He, like this year especially, even Fodderingham, who's bottom of the table, is decent. Whereas last year there was the Bazuno and the, there's another horrific shout, wasn't there? So let's go with Neto. I quite like him. All right, then we'll yeah. go on to right back because this is a position that I'm just going to give to you because I haven't got one. Yeah, mine stinks as well because I don't think he's underrated, but I'm going to going to try and persuade you. If you don't like it, we can think of another one, but I've gone for Matty Cash. I think he's actually very good and I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he is um, because, you know, right back's quite a glamorous position in the Premier League. We've got the likes of Walker, Trent, James when he's when he's playing, uh, even like Lamp, he's decent, and I I just quite like Matty Cash. I think he's a, a solid player, probably better than some of the, the usual dross you get. So I'd go Matty Cash. Yeah, I'll, I I I don't think he's underrated, but I'm just looking at if you go through the teams, Man City, Kyle Walker, definitely not. No, Trent, no. Trent obviously not. Arsenal. Tommy Essie or Ben White, probably not. Tottenham, Pedro Porro, no. He stinks. Dallo, he was in the opposite argument, so maybe overrated. And Juan Basaka doesn't get him. Yeah. Trippier. I, I did think maybe Lamptey deserves a shout, but yeah, again. Just, he's, only, he's had a few really good games. He's one of those players that everyone seems to love. Yeah. Um, but we will. We'll see. I quite like Matty Cash, so I went for him. Matty Cash, Kufal, James, no. Brentford. Who's Brentford's right back? Uh, like, but it was Sergi Canos, but I think it's definitely <laughs> not Sergi Canos. No idea. Nelson Tomato was one I thought he was kind of having a bit of a resurgence. Um, yeah. Joel Ward. But, yeah, let's go for Matty Cash. Sweet. Right. Left back then. I have got one, so I'll, I'll start. Staying in the Midlands. I'm going for, get this, Ben, get yourself ready. The first of two Wolves players in my 11. Oh, my word. Um, <laughs> I've gone for Ryan Aitnuri. Aitnuri, I like that shout. I think he's having a really did... good season. He's had, like, sparks the last two. I think he used to play for Angers in France, who I have a soft spot for because I did a career mode when I was, like, 12 of them. Um, so that helped his case big time. Yeah. And I just, I think he's just really like a exciting left back. He's a bit, bit of a, a maverick, um, and I think he's having a good season. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I, if you, I mean, if you, I don't persuade you with mine, I'm happy to put him in. 
I've gone for somebody who impressed me when he was first in the league, then he got relegated, now he's back. I'm going for Anthony Robinson. Big fan, the American, uh, over at Fulham. I think he's solid, to be honest. I remember when we did our left-back ranking podcast years ago, probably one of the most exciting podcasts we've ever done. Um, I put him quite high, I think, because I was quite impressed with him at the time. And he's still quite good. So I've gone for him. But I'm happy to put Ike Nori in, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I do, I'm do. i a really big fan of Robinson as well. He seems to have kind of... I'm just waiting for him to... Because it felt like he... It feels like always he can be, like, really good. Um, yeah. But it feels like for a couple of seasons, we're just waiting for that burst. I'm just looking now. I thought he was way younger. He's 26 now. Mm. So... It just he's one of those players that's kind of snuck out of being a young player and has now probably got to sort of establish himself. Um, during his prime, yeah. So, I think I like in it. regard to like a left back, though, he'd be a pretty solid like second choice for a top six team, yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree. Um, but just because I've, I've abused Wolves for the, the majority of the last three years of podcasts or however many we've done, um. I Are you slowly getting on the Wolves train? I'm not. I'm definitely not. This is a one-off, but well, a two-off. Well, two-off, yeah, thanks. Um, but I wonder who it's going to be. be. I'm interested. That's all right. Yeah, man. Get him in. So, centre-back... By the way, George, who hopefully is listening, didn't disagree with my Neto shout. So, oh. he's a Wolves fan. Just saying... And my argument... Well, my dad, who is a Wolves fan, definitely disagreed with you. <laughs> well, tell him to get some ball knowledge, man. Um, he, I'm not, I wasn't saying he was bad. the same thing to you. The, the guy plays 10 games a season. How can he be... And he plays 10 games, and then all of a sudden Arsenal flipping, oh, 60 million for Neto? What? That's, yeah, but that just, stink, that just stinks of Arsenal, though, doesn't it? Yeah, he's averaging a goal every 10 games, by the way. <laughs> he's top of history. He's... He, I mean, that's pretty decent. I'm, I think, I don't think Neto's overrated, but I wouldn't say he's underrated. I think he's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put him in mind. I didn't, but I don't think he's, I think he's probably fairly rated, to be honest. Well, it's irrelevant, not this podcast. Centre back partnership, I've got for a couple of weird ones here. Okay. Um, I've gone for Van Hecker. I think it's Van Hecker. It could be Van oh, Hecker. I like Van Hecker. I was going to say him. Yeah, I think he kind of like just he just kind of plods in and out of that Brighton team every time he plays. It's just he's great, and I just he just he's just like there. It's just like one of those players yeah. that no one ever talks about. Doesn't really ever put a foot wrong, and he's just it's just a really weird re- weird one. It's kind of just he just gets chucked in, starts, plays well, then doesn't play, then happens again. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a cycle over at Brighton. I think they're trying to get a bit too City-esque, if you know what I mean. Mm. But, yeah, he's... Um, fair enough. I, I like it. I'm happy to put him in. And my, uh, I've gone for well, Ethan Pinnock. Yeah, don't mind it. Yeah, Ethan Pinnock, I'm a big fan of. The Jamaican, right? Yeah. Big, he, big fan of Ethan Pinnock. He might Jamaica into solid. this thing. He might just Jamaica into this thing. Um... Like I've that. gone for my second choice. I've gone for Murillo from Nottingham Forest. Um, not particularly well known. I think he's only twenty-one. 
He's only probably played like six games this season, but I think he's just been pretty solid coming into the Premier League, a bit out of his depth maybe, and he's just kind of plopped himself into that side and he's doing pretty well. Got a couple of really decent young players, Forrest, and he, I thought, is one of them. But if uh, if you've got another option, I'm happy to put Pinnock or somebody else in over him and keep them. I, I think at the moment he's probably going to end up being Pinnock and uh, Van Hecker because I, I don't really know who Murillo is, to be honest. My, my ball knowledge will expand further when I look him up after this. But um, I went for a Kanji. Similar longs to uh, Matty Cash. I think he's, I think he's pretty good. And I don't think he gets a lot of credit, especially in the City team when they've got the likes of um, Diaz, Stones, and, you know, even bought Gavardial in. I thought, we, we spoke about Gavardial last week, obviously, on the overrated 11. Spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. But I, I don't know why they needed him, because I thought Akanji's really good and just plays really well for City. I mean, again, we said when you play for City, Pep can get quite a lot of things to work. He can turn a mediocre player into a on the verge of pretty decent player. But I, I quite think, I feel bad for Akanji because I do think he is quite good. He's always reliable in that seat and just tends to play more than any other centre-back in my opinion. So, he yeah. deserves his credit. No, I can't disagree. I don't necessarily think he's, it's hard to be underrated in that seat team, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just mean in regard to like the rest of the centre-backs and, and I think he is a top 10 centre-back in the league to be honest. Yeah. Or near enough. Yeah, I mean, he's always available, which you can't say for Stones or Diaz. Um, yeah. He's he's been there for longer than Vardio, so he's obviously got a better. He's better than him, I'd say, right now, and Ake as well. Probably, probably like he's just mm. he's decent. He's always there, and he's always puts in a shift. There's weaknesses to his game, but I think it's pretty. Yeah, he's solid. He gets quite a few goals as well, to be fair. Yeah, and he's a bargain. It was a bargain. Yeah. But I'm happy to go Van Hecker and um, Pinnock. I think maybe that's the fairest way. Yeah, happy with that too. One each. All right, let's get into our midfield then. I'll start us off with my probably my... It's pretty balanced midfield. I'll go for Garner from Everton. I think he mm. kind of didn't really get a look in to the start of last season. Edged his way in. Kind of got played out all over the place at the end of last season when Everton were just decimated. Just didn't really have any players. Um, but now he's kind of holding it down. Him and Anana look good together. I think Anana gets all the plaudits because um, he's the Belgian one. He's the the expensive one. He's the one that Arsenal will look at. But Garner's come out of Man United. He's had decent spells out on loan. And I think he's a real key part of that team. I don't For a know. minute, until I clocked what you were talking about, I thought, mate, address the Garner guy. No, I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> and then I thought you said Onana and then it's like oh no you mean James Garner yeah <laughs> makes more sense to be fair yeah so that, that's that's my first one have you got one to match up with that one I went for Billy Gilmore to be honest I think he's so good and I I don't know what it is about Brian but they still don't seem like I think other teams if they had a player like that he'd be playing all the time and he just doesn't seem to play as much as he should, but I think he's flipping fantastic. I think the guy with more game time could be world-class, honestly. I really like Billy Gilmore. And there doesn't seem to be that much talk. I know a lot... Of, I think because I listen to um, Joe's podcast now and then about Brighton, it's quite an interesting podcast. Go listen to it if you don't. I do receive a lot of like good, good vibes from him, and he obviously rates him highly. He says he loves him. 
but I think to us who don't, you know, like every club who supports their own team, they've got more in-depth opinions on players because they watch them week in, week out and they critique them more. But I do just really like watching Billy Gilmore play. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I. it's an interesting one because I thought in pre-season I'd watched a bit of him in the summer series and I thought he was unbelievable. unbelievable. And it looked like he was going to be a big part of the team. It doesn't seem like it's really gone that way. And it's no. taken him a while. Scotland, he seems a bit in and out as well. I mean, I'm not taking much of Scotland's form because Lyndon Dykes for the team. So <laughs> it's pretty irrelevant at this point. But it just seemed like you are right. You watch him sometimes. You're like, how is this guy not just playing every week at the very least? Um, I think Chelsea were ridiculous to get rid of him, to be honest. Like, would you rather have him or Caicedo? I don't think there's that much in it at the moment. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. He's, he's obvi- there's obviously something that we're missing because he's not he's not playing every week. And mm. I don't know if it's because maybe it's the wrong style for Brighton, but I thought... I, don't, I mean, he played against... Played in the last game, to be fair. So, you know, started there. I think he's... I don't disagree. I think he's good. I've got another. Bone. But he's a bigger. He's a bigger name than this other geezer, isn't he? So yeah, it's Jared um, Garner. But we can get more than one of them in. We can go for all three. I, I haven't really got an out and out attacking midfielder. We'll just pick three of the best. Um, I've, my second one is a, a Brighton player. You probably could have guessed because I'm his biggest fan, and that is Pascal Gross. Um, Pascal Gross is a great player. The bloke has been providing goals for days for Brighton. I think he's their top Premier League goal scorer of all time. Uh, he's in the German national team now. He's just the definition of consistent. I don't think I've ever seen him put in a shocker. He's just... I just love the guy. He just provides week in, week out a solid performance. Um, it's just... I think he's just so, so good. If he was younger... Um, Somebody would have snapped him up, but luckily for Brian, he isn't, and they'll just keep just nobody's really noticing him. But well, the one player that really does play the majority of the games is him, whether that's at right back, whether that's at central midfield, attacking midfield, he, wide. He's a younger, he's... younger James Milner, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, in fact, we could even put him at right back. Because he did uh, <laughs> looking at the last game, he played it right. We'll yeah. see if there are better options, but yeah, I think he probably gets in it right back. So yeah, if not, right. Centre mid for me. You mentioned earlier you have a a player who one of our comments said was overrated. Yeah, and I disagreed, I disagreed completely. James Ward Prowse is not overrated. I'm putting him in underrated. Okay. I think the guy is honestly a case study in football because I don't think there's anybody who's ever been like that. He is phenomenal from set pieces. Best in the league from set pieces, arguably. He's he's clear in Madison. The only one who comes close is De Bruyne, in my opinion. Especially from free... I think he's better than De Bruyne from free kicks. I think if if somebody said to you, who would you want on a free kick to save your life? Your two options are Messi, the best player of all time, or James Ward-Prowse, to be honest. Yeah. I, 
I think the guy has just come into West Ham, who, may I remind you, yeah, they won the, the, the European Cup last season, yeah, but they lost Declan Rice, who is first or second best defensive midfielder in the league. This man has come back in and he's shored up that midfield for a bit, okay? He's proved that he kept Southampton in a decent position for quite a while. He's come to a better team and he's improved them and he has improved as well. I think he's a great player, James Ward Prowse. I don't disagree with any of that. Does he get too many plaudits? Does he get too many? He do, he's definitely not overrated. I agree with that 100%. I think he's definitely not overrated. But because of his set plays, I can't say that he's underrated because he does get rated a lot. But do not. Does wrong. he get? Does he get his actual footballing ability? Potentially, that's that could be true. That could be true. Mm. Let's let's round up our midfielders and then pick a three. Okay. Uh, you got one more then. So I've got one more, and it's my last Wolves player that I'll probably it's probably the last time I'm ever going to mention Wolves in a positive light. Um. <laughs> For the season, so make the most of it. Um, I've gone for Lamina. Mm. He's another player that I really like watching. Um, I just think he's got a bit of everything in that midfield. Um, and they're a way better team than he, when he's in it. Um, not a lot more to say. I just think he's pretty decent. I considered Lamina, but he's always he gets sent off quite a lot, so I just couldn't bring myself to do it. All right. I swear he's been sent off like three times for Wolves. So yeah, probably yes. I uh, couldn't do it. Although one of them was actually no, I'm not going to say it was stupid. I think it was. I think it was correct too. Um, Fair enough. So, have you got any more options? I've got one more. Go on. And it wouldn't be a podcast where we were rating people well, but didn't try and sneak a Liverpool player in there. Oh, but I want you to hear me out. I want you to hear me out this time. I think. Somebody who I've been ridiculously impressed by and doesn't get that much credit for where, for like considering the thing where it is, I'm going to go for Gravenberg from uh, the Dutch player who's just signed for us. I think he's stepped into the league and I think he's been incredible so far. Um, it's hard to get a lot of plaudits when you know you've got Soboslai who's the man's hit the form like an absolute dream. What can you say? Like. Liverpool players, we love him. Liverpool players, Liverpool fans, we love him. Um, and then you've got McAllister, who's on the other end. And I just think Gravenberg has come in secretly. And he has played really well. And I don't think people talk about him enough. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good show. I'm, I'm if you're going to sneak any Liverpool no. player in, that's who you're going to be sneaking in. So mm. I think it's a tough... I think they're all good shout. So who have we got? We've got Gross, Garner, Gilmore, Lamina, Gravenberg. Is that right? And James Will Prowse, but James Will Prowse. We can't get him. So I let's put go. Gross at let's put Gross at right back because he it's a better shout than right. Cash. That makes life easier. So, so I want Gilmore. I want Garner in as my first pick. If we have a pick each, and then we can decide on the other one. So I'm picking Garner. All right. Uh, I'm putting Gravenberg in then. I think he's probably more underrated, if such, than James Will Prowse. And I can get a Liverpool player in. So it's Lamina or Gilmore. I think Gilmore's uh, more underrated. He's got more to his game and he's a better than Lamina. All right, fine. It's, it's the red cards for me. Okay. 
Happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, right, front three time. I found this quite tough because generally, if you're scoring goals, you're getting rated. Yeah. So yeah, I think mine's a bit stinky to be honest. We'll start on the right hand side, and this guy is getting gold, and he is getting rated a little bit. But I think the fact that Ivan Tony's stopped playing football and Brentford just haven't notably got worse. I've got Mbwemo in there. Um, I'd put Mbwemo, but I put him on the left because I really okay. wanted to sneak him in. So he's definitely in. Um, I think the fact he's only 24, he looks about 52, but he is 24. Um, so that's that's unbelievable. And like I said, Brentford haven't really got any worse since Tony's stopped um, playing this season of the 11th four wins four draws four losses um, I think he's got six goals so far in that time 12 games that's a pretty decent record for someone that's not renowned for mm. unbelievable finishing ability um, so yeah last season especially he had a bit of a stinker he's had a yeah. big boots to fill and he's done a great job so I think if he can have another season if he can continue this season and have another one go into kind of 25-26 age um, then he's probably on for a move, I'd say. Yeah, I'd have him at Liverpool to be honest. I think he, I think he would be a good option if Salah did go to yeah. try and get in, and Klopp would be the sort of guy who'd want him in there because he, he sort of fits that style. He's kind also, of like Jared Bowen level, like you just don't know if he's got that next step. Kind of like, yeah, yes, Liverpool looking at him is not really like the the most pretty of moves. It's just whether like. Can he, will he get better in a better team with a better manager, or is this just his level? Is this where he can get to? Yeah, definitely. Um, funny you should mention Jared Bowen. I think he didn't get enough credit, which is, I think we've gone for different sorts of definitions of underrated. I don't think Bowen gets enough credit. You know, he doesn't get in the England team too much. I think he's pretty decent, to be fair. So I put him on my right wing. I think, honestly, the guy is arguably the second or third best right winger in the Premier League. Ooh. Right. Salah's obviously the best. Yeah. Salah's top dog, who's maybe one of the City guys, but they don't have an out-and-out right winger who's better than Jared Bowen. So You've got Salah, Saka. Oh, no, Saka's better, sorry. Yeah. Third. But then after that, I don't know who else. Is Sterling on the... Not really. I think at the moment, especially with what you said last week, I think you'd rather have Bowen than Sterling at the moment. I mean, yeah, he's top three. Probably is. You're probably not wrong there. Fair play. But nobody thinks of him like that, do they? I mean, I'm happy to go for those two of the wingers based on the fact that you're definitely not going to agree with my left winger. You're definitely not going to agree with my striker. So, yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Um maybe well let's see how this goes then. Um so you uh, so that's both your wingers then, Bowen and um and Buena. Yeah. Okay. I my winger is the player that last week was decide well it's discussed as overrated. Um I think he's underrated, and that is Phil Foden. No chance. No chance. No chance. Yeah, um, no, shut. I did you not watch him against flipping Macedonia? Had a flipping nightmare. Do you think? Oh, I... he's connecting the play nicely. <laughs> no, he's rubbish. This guy's 
This guy is heralded as the guy who Pep says is the closest thing he's ever got to Messi. Absolutely not. Get off it. Right. Firstly, do you think I care in the slightest about performance against Macedonia? Absolutely not. Did not watch that. Did not give one ounce of my time to thinking about that game or being bothered about the result. It's the most irrelevant game. In general, that game's irrelevant to us. And two, we're already through, so it's already even more irrelevant. Just a complete waste of everyone's time. Just keep playing the Premier League, for God's sake. Um, but I just think the guy is... I just think there's so many people... We had Bordraw coming at us saying that he was should have been in the overrated. I'm just I just don't agree with it at all. I think what that he should have what they agreed with me. Yeah, weirdly. Obviously lack the ball. Maybe I need to well. join their podcast because they agree with my amazing opinion. Yeah, I'll just stick here talking sense on my own from now on. <laughs> um and I just think he's so good. His his close control is of some of the best. It's it's messy like. Um as much as you'd hate to, me to say that. Um, oh, just get off it, man. He's just so good. He's just so good. If you watch him specifically, it's enjoyable. I did, because I thought, I'll watch him against North Macedonia. I don't care about North Macedonia. Here we go. He's playing against Alioski, who got kicked out of Leeds for being rubbish. That's saying Leeds, getting kicked out of Leeds for being rubbish. And he couldn't even get past him. I thought, what is going on? I've been proved right. I was watching it with my dad, and he went. I, I, I do agree with Luke. I don't think he is underrated. Uh, sorry, I don't think he is overrated. He is pretty good. You know, he probably would, might be one of the first choices for the England squad. And I went, no, no, I'd rather have Sterling in the team, and I stand by anyway, it. I, I love Raheem, and my, yes, he might offer something different, but Phil Foden is far superior. Well, he? luckily, we've already picked our wingers, so yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Striker then. I found this quite difficult and we might have to discuss um, more options because I'm not convinced my option is the best one, but I've gone for uh, Cameron Archer. Okay. Um, He's come in, obviously a young lad from Villa uh, at a club that is quite frankly not set up to be in the Premier League. And he's popped in a few goals. He's leading the line pretty well. Um, yeah, pretty isolated at times. I think he may have stitched himself up with the move that he's made, to be quite honest. Um, it just stinks of Ryan Brewster, really, doesn't it? Yeah, but he bags goals, he does bag goals, yeah. But he just because of the club he's gone to, I don't think he's really going to shine as much as he could have done. Um, but maybe they were the only ones in the Premier League willing to buy him on a permanent basis, so. Yeah. Uh, the other one I kind of thought about was Dominic Solanke. I think even Bournemouth fans give him a bit of a yeah. rep at times, but I think he's really good. Six goals this season. Uh, maybe misses a couple of big chances at times, but I think he's developed into a pretty solid player after having a mm-hmm. tough start to life. I don't hate it, to be honest, but I've not gone for either of those, to be fair. What have you gone for? Um. Right, hear me out. Darwin Nunes. Right. And thank you for listening to the Call of Uncensored. <laughs> it's been great okay. having you on. Darwin Nunes is underrated. Everybody sees him as this big flop. I I I have got another shout after that you'd probably give more more time to. But 
I do think Darwin Nunes gets one too much hate, but that's not what we're doing. And two, I think genuinely watching him play against teams with like more focused eye on him because I absolutely love the geezer. I think he is just so good at just coming on the pitch, causing chaos later on. And I think his game has stepped up from last season. Now, I understand I've not got a Scooby-Doo, but I just wanted to say that out there. So I'll give you my two like more reasonable shouts now. Just before you do, I don't really disagree the Nunes shout. If I you don't. supported Liverpool, which, thank God, I don't. <laughs> um, just made that clear. Far from it. Um, I would love the guy. I think he's exactly what you want in a footballer. If you, he's going to put in a shift, he's chaotic, he's exciting, he'll definitely... He's aggressive. He'll get on your nerves 60% yeah. of the time, but he'll do magic things 5% of the time. I don't know what he's doing for the other 35% that I've forgotten about, but just the numbers I've chosen. But um, yeah, I, I I don't like a lot of Liverpool things, um, but he is somebody that I, I quite enjoyed, to be honest. No, is that Newcastle game? It's that Newcastle game. You loved it. You were drinking it in. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Okay, I've got two shouts. One on a similar lines to Nunes, but I don't really believe it myself, but I thought it'd be, it might be worth putting out. Again, it's in a different sort of definition under underrated. I thought Julian Alvarez was worth mentioning, but when he got 10th in the Ballon d'Or, I thought no. So, I, But similar way that Haaland gets all the plaudits, and I do think Alvarez is sometimes better than Haaland. Yeah, it'd um, be interesting to see what he would do somewhere else. On his own. If Harlan got injured, for example, for like an ACL, he had to lead the line. Yeah. Um, Then I've got two other shouts. Go on. Because, again, I just, I don't know. Danny Welbeck. Don't hate it. I think he's just a quality striker. He's still going strong over at Brighton. Fits their system perfectly. He's exactly what they need some of the time. Like, they can't put all their hopes on this 17-year-old. Evan Ferg or 18 year old Evan Ferguson. So let's put, let's get a tried and trusted Premier League striker in there. Danny Welbeck, how many goals has he got in the Premier League? He must be close to 100, surely. I'm going to go for 61. But, yeah. um, I love it. I yeah, love I, I think he's, he's, very, he's a very useful player for Brighton. He's not ever going to pull up that many trees, but definitely, um, definitely useful. And he, he's kind of just gone about his life quite quietly since leaving, um, Arsenal. Arsenal United. Yeah. How many is he uh, got? Overall, in the Premier League, he is 63. Very close. What did I say? 62? You said 61, I think. Oh, gosh. Nice. He's not as close to 100 as I thought. I thought he'd have loads more. God, get him off the list. He's flipping rubbish as well. Yeah, he's no chance. race of a player. And then I thought Johan Visser was similar to Mbwemo, but even yeah. more underrated than Mbwemo. The cool edgy shout is to say Mboyamo is a, a uh, underrated version of Tony. But I think this gets quite a lot of goals. And last season, he came up trumps for him quite a lot. Yeah. So he, he kind of just like always just came off the bench and scored. And just like, I mean, I guess when Tony's there, you cannot really play them both or play all three of them. But yeah, um, they pretty much feel, I mean, maybe between the two of them, they filled the boots of Tony singularly. But still. Good job from both of them. Definitely. Not not in there for me. I just don't think he's that good. But he does score goals. Uh, but I think if he had to start, he'd be awful. Yeah. 
or not as good, but coming off the bench, he's nice. So we've got Bo. What we're going for, Bowen and Braimo. I'm happy with Nunes, to be honest. Yes, let's get Nunes in. All right, that's it then. That's... Did I persuade you? I don't think you persuaded me, but I, I considered it, and I'm I'm happy with it. Um, we need a manager to round off the episode. Ooh. Um, it's tough. This. Hmm. Uh, Gary O'Neill. Let's get no, out. I'm not. No. Wolves the play. Wolves agenda is finished. Well, no, it's not finished. It's back. Um, I'm not having Gary O'Neill. I just can't believe that this is going to continue. Um, so let's be, also I, we're even about Wolves. Votes. They're twelve, so let's calm it down a bit. Where Where are you in the championship? That's completely irrelevant, isn't it? <laughs> I've not said a single thing about QBO on this episode other than slated Lyndon Dykes. I did think you were going to get uh, try and get SA in there, to be fair. I did think I wouldn't have people hate, do love it. I wouldn't it. have hated it. Yeah, think... QPR fans. Again, this is you being a QPR fan. Yeah, maybe. maybe a, lot, a lot of your... Like, I don't see that much about SA, but I'm, I'm lucky enough to know you who brags about him all the time, so... Mm, maybe I've missed a, missed a boat there, then. Um, manager, manager, Rob Edwards, Luton on in the bottom three. No. Mm. Don't know. I don't know if there is one. Gary O'Neill's the best shout. I'm not having Gary O'Neill. Mate, was... the guy got sat by Bournemouth because yeah. they wanted this younger chap who's turned out to not even be able to win in the Premier League. And, and now Gary O'Neill's got Wolves back in 12. In 12. Good job, Gary. Um, Steve Cooper? Well, All right, yeah, I, I can put Steve Cooper in. Big fan. He did what? some good business, to be fair to him. How much Hod- of it he does, I don't know. Hodgson's up there, maybe? Nah. Nah, we all know about Roy. We all know about Roy. Um, Moyes is a European champion? He's not underrated, though. Nah, he's not underrated. He gets enough plaudits. I think it's between O'Neill and Cooper. Let's go Cooper, thanks. I'm not having <laughs> It's not going to happen. I tried all the Wolves fans who listen, which, to be honest, this is probably about a tenth of our audience is Wolves fans. So, so, sorry to you. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, George. I tried. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, what's that? How many what listeners do we have there? 20. Yeah. Wow. Two more of them are you that. and me. The less than uh... a tenth. <laughs> less than a tenth. It wouldn't be a tenth. We get more than 20. No, but one of them could be we get more than twenty. Wolves could be three Wolves fans. There you go. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this podcast. I've quite enjoyed this one. I think we've. I think I we've got a better team this time. It might be easier. Yeah. I, mean, I think underrated is easier than overrated. To be honest. Um, no, I thought overrated was way easier because I have a lot of hatred for a lot of players. To be fair, right. so fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be back again next week. I hopefully to talk more football because there's not been much for a while. The Premier League will be back, thank God. Um QPR, Saturday, man. I would just I just like them to win this weekend, would be nice. And then I'm going on Friday. When are we recording next week, Ben? Um I can't do Tuesday. I mean we can have this discussion when we're not recording, but just seven, I think. I can do... Fulham Wolves on Monday Night Football. Hello. All right. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a live live reaction. Monday night. 
All right, maybe. So, I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, that's fine. Big game this weekend, Liverpool City. Is it a title decider? Is it a title decider? Um, if we win, if Liverpool win at the Etihad, it's not what a does that say? If, if Man City win, it's a decider for Liverpool. If Liverpool win, it's nothing. Hold on. No, I think it means we go out and prove we want business. Yeah, it's not a dec- it doesn't decide anything, though. It decides if Liverpool are in the title race. It doesn't decide if Man City are in the title race because they're they will still be in the title race if they lose. I don't think it's a title decider in it, of any of any. If, if, you, if we win, you can't compete with these guys. No, but we're not going to lose. We're gonna, no, they're going to be it's like four one. That's my prediction. You have Spurs, um, that's what I'm really interested to see. Is that is Villa, isn't it? Fulham. Yeah, no, they just played Fulham. It's Villa. It's Villa. Sunday. That's going to be an interesting game. Obviously, still got players absent. Um, Any of them back? Uh, a doggy will be, right? What, that <laughs> overrated piece of... I forgot to put him at the left back. I literally sent a message into the group chat from you. Oh, yeah. And I put in, put in, is this the correct team? Because I didn't want to listen to the podcast back. Yeah, but then you said, is this the correct spelling? Which completely threw me because I was just checking the spelling. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone said Chilwell's not. And then we still spelled Chilwell wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said Chilwell's not overrated. And he he wasn't even supposed to be in the team. And he was spelled incorrectly, which is my whole job. Oh, did, oh. I post, did I post it incorrectly? Yeah, we put chill well, as in like chill with two L's. Oh, did I just ignore chill. what you said in the group? I think you did, because I did say. Yeah, no. Unless I'm completely being an idiot and I actually, you were right. No, I put yeah, one. No. I put one. I put one. Oh, okay, there you go. I mean, you shouldn't be. Benjamin there. James Chillwell. I've just had to look it up on Google. Um. But yeah, there right. we go. that's the end of this podcast. We'll be back next week with another one. Not sure what we're doing, but yeah, but look forward to it anyway. And we will see you then. Have a lovely, lovely weekend. Goodbye. Right.